necessary intro song to totally waste your time. So, my old bearded buddy Michael Ross uh, is doing a music event festival called the Star City Music Festival in Brisbane tomorrow. And uh, like last year, I'm going to bring my van down there and I'm going to play between bands. I'm going to play some songs. Some songs that I wrote. I'm going to play them out of the piano in my van. And this year, last year I just played with my own little sound system in my van. But this year, I think he's going to run a wire, so my sound system is going to go through the big sound system. And I'll have to tell—I have to say—I'm kind of nervous about it. It's fun to pretend you're not nervous, but I am. I'm nervous even thinking about it right now, especially because I have a little bit of a headache. You guys know how that is, right? When you write little tender songs that make people cry. <laughs> and then you play them out of your van <sighs> to strangers you know because that's normal nothing weird about that oh no I'm not a weirdo me 52 year old dude playing melancholic songs out of a van to old people and hippies and children at a small music festival. I think this is the last year of the festival. They did it three times. Yeah, Mikey said he's frustrated. It's hard to get San Franciscans doing something new. You know what I mean? People want to do big stuff. Stuff that's already big. They don't want a little stuff in the little park. They're too good for that. Too cool. Do you remember when you were cool? And you'd go to a place and you'd look around to see who else was there to make sure that... You know, you were in the right place. Can't be seen with dipshits, right? You gotta be around the cool people. Anyway, there's not gonna be anybody cool there, thank goodness. I'm certainly not cool and I'm gonna be there. Last year I played a few songs and I realized, you know, because my van, I've got a I've got a sound system in it that's pretty impressive. I've got an 18-inch subwoofer. And you know, when you're standing next to it, you're not thinking it's just some little sound system in a van. You think, "Oh, this sounds like a a sub uh sound system from a small nightclub," you know? But comparatively to a big sound system for a full, you know, outdoor concert, I felt like I sounded really pathetic and I got super insecure. So I only played a few a few songs and then I shut my doors and drove away. Oh God, that's the beautiful thing about having a concert system in your own van. If you don't like the audience, you just shut your doors and you drive away. This van life thing that people are doing... I. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it because I don't want it to become more popular because it's really 
living in a van and cruising around in a van is so fun. And when you get home, you think, why the fuck does my house... Why don't all houses have wheels? Permanent houses are weird. You can drive around. You can have any yard you want. My yard tomorrow is going to be a music festival. So that's going to be fun. You should come down. Or don't. I don't know. I I get weird about inviting people too, you know, because sometimes if there's people you know, then you you get really nervous. It's more fun to just perform for total strangers. You know, because then if they don't like you, you don't have to have your feelings hurt. I mean, they're going to get hurt anyway. That's the deal with, I've realized, being a little sensitive ninny, is that, you know, if you play tender little songs and nobody gives a shit, <laughs> you have to switch into self-protect mode. And, uh, which is, well, they're just a bunch of fucking idiots. Not my fault. No, it wouldn't be my fault. Uh, and it is their fault because it's not my fault it's never your fault when you do your best and people don't like it or they do like it here's the thing about uh, performing along the side of the road I did it a lot last year and you have these magical experiences with people who will just come around and if you're singing these tender little love songs it's kind of a it, it calls out to a certain type of person, you know. A lot of people just don't want to be bothered with that kind of thing in the middle of their day, you know. But other people, it takes them by surprise and then they sit there and they really listen and then you have, since, you know, that's the song that called them out, you kind of find a certain type of person, people that are open to be um, honest and tender and all that kind of sappy shit. You know, but... uh so one day in LA last year, I, w- I had a really good day. I was just playing all over the place, and people were uh, tipping me. All I didn't start this for tips, by the way. Um, people started handing me tips, and I would be like, "Oh no, I'm not doing this for tips. Please don't insult me." But then they'd have this look on their face of real sadness, you know, like, "What? I'm trying to tip you." And so I put these little rubber boots next to my piano, loot boots, so people could tip me. I could, I could, it's just easier to say thank you. But in certain spot, spots in L.A., Venice Beach, people really tip like motherfuckers. And once a few people do it, then a whole bunch of people do it, and then it gets to be a contest. There's this one dude that tipped me, tipped me a hundred bucks on two different occasions. Same dude. Some Christian dude. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so that's fun. But so I had a whole day of really good experiences in L.A. Just feeling like, wow, this is so fun. Playing these songs that nobody's heard. You know, they're not recorded anywhere. They're songs that I've written. And the only chance you're going to hear them is out of my van. And that's part of what I like about it. Is that it's the only place you can get it. And if if somebody takes out their phone and records it, then you get a version of it that way. But I kind of like that whole idea of a magical moment that just kind of disappears and only you had to be there i have uh, i people started wanting 
to sign up on my email list and I didn't have one. Finally, I just got a clipboard and put it in the back of my van. And I've got a couple hundred people that signed up on that, but I haven't done anything with it. Like, what am I supposed to do? Transcribe all their emails and bother them? I, I feel idiot, ridiculous bothering you right now. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I'm getting off on tangents. But so I had a great day in L.A. playing. A lot of magical moments. And it was nighttime. And I just played to a group of really peaceful people up at that observatory. What's that called? You know, Griffith Park. What is it called? Anyway, I played up there. It was really wonderful. I tricked my way up there, by the way. Um, and I'm getting off on tangents, but I'm going to go with them anyway. I have a good friend named Kevin Golding in Salt Lake City, uh, and I always use his name whenever I need to get past any security. So there was security keeping people from going up to the observatory because there was a concert or something, and my big white van looks like a an official van, and I even have hard hats in it that I can put on. And I just rolled up to the lady in the yellow vests, and I said, uh, uh, Kevin Golding, I'm meeting him up there. I always use Kevin Goldie's name. It's a perfect name to use. And they just waved me past. Anyway, had this great day in L.A. And I decided to press my luck. And I went up on Sunset Boulevard, right? And it was about 11 o'clock. And I parked right in front of the Rainbow Room and the by the Roxy. And there's this really douchey club there called, I don't remember what, Oak Tree, Oaks something, Reminded me of my house, but just everybody in their club clothes and everybody's being macho. And, you know, the girls basically all look like hookers. And I decided to play a few songs there. And boy, was that the wrong place. Like, nobody paid attention there. Like, that's the last place you want to hear these tender little love songs. Because all the songs those guys are looking for are... Basically, you go into that club, and the songs are basically, My dick works. My dick works. My vagina is functioning. My vagina is functioning. My dick works. It's all about breeding. They don't want to be tender, nothing. They just want to be, you know, pimps and hoes, basically. So me playing my tender little love song was just totally, um, totally not in the vibe and I was feeling like and it was almost comical so I just kept playing anyway and then just right was I, right, right as I was finished uh, a guy that had been uh, having a smoke in front of the rainbow room uh, starts walking by he tosses his cigarette on the ground he goes hey man you sound really good and uh, I look over and it was D. Snyder <laughs> from Twisted Sister um, you know, he's that got that unmistakable look. So, nobody gave a shit, but D. Snyder gave a shit. Anyway, I shouldn't have pressed my luck. But I get, then again, that story had a good ending. So, yeah, press your luck. I'm going to be playing at the Star City Music Festival tomorrow. If I don't chicken out. So maybe I'll see you there. Thanks for listening.